Well, hello there. You're listening to season three of Kids Kids of Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, composers, conductors, performers, and we talk to the musicians too, even if they're kids. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had a chance to ask. And we will be listening to all this music to see what makes it so interesting and enjoyable. And it's a choice for your team. Because music is for you. I am your co-host, Arlene. And I am your co-host, Rebecca Lane, director and owner of the Lane School of Music. Let's cue the music. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Kids Cue the Music. So today's episode is going to be about recital tips, yeah, because we have recital coming up, and it probably won't be a very long episode because... Well, we have five tips. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. By the yeah. way, I'm your co-host, Rebecca Lee. And I'm your co-host, Starline. And we're so happy to be here today. Yeah, and Chirps, maybe we'll come back at one point. Maybe so. he will. Maybe yeah. he will. Anyway, back. Know. Back to recital preparation. We have five tips for you because we know that preparing for recitals is a big deal. And we do it twice. Very hard. Yeah, we do it twice a year at the Lane School of Music. And we're starting to prepare for recitals now that are not happening until the beginning of February. Yeah. Right now, by the time of recording, it's the beginning of December. So about two months away. And the very first tip is, well, first, you have to choose a piece to perform. Because if you don't, you won't be able to perform in the recital. Yeah, you have to have a piece to actually yeah. play. And you have to choose it in advance. And probably, I mean, have you chosen yours yet, Zara? No, your teacher? I haven't. I think it should be. So... It should not be a new piece. It has. Yeah. To, it should probably be a review piece. Yes, yeah, something that you already know how to play. And do you pick it on your own, or does your teacher pick it? I think you and your teacher together. Mm, good idea. You know, like I. Well, your teacher's probably going to recommend things for you, and if you see something that's good, you can use that. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, you don't want it to be something that you don't like. Well, because yeah, you're going to be playing it for like longer than you normally play pieces, I so you want to piece. Yeah, you want to pick something that you have fun playing, and that you're going to enjoy practicing beyond the point of even knowing how to play it. Like you have to practice it for longer. I'm doing just it, I'm doing it. An, an example. I need to, I need a piece. Okay, do you want to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? I hate that piece. Yeah, Bye. that'd be a twinkle, big one for you. Twinkle Twinkle. Oh boy. I hate this. Okay, tip number two is you have to practice a lot because if you don't practice, you're going to be terrible at the film. Yeah, now note that we said practice, not learn. You should already know the piece by this point. So you've chosen it because you already know it, not because you need to learn it. And then you are just going to practice it. And you probably will have several weeks to practice it. So the way that you practice it at the beginning, is that different? Do you think like in your experience, the way that you practice it, like when you choose the piece, is that different from how you start practicing it as you prepare it? And then as you get closer to the recital, does the way that you practice change? I don't really get what you're saying. Ooh, let me ask again. The way that you practice your piece at the beginning, is that the same way that you practice it at the end? Like, are you doing well, there might anything be more different in the way work. that you do it or well, the I mean, parts you, that you do in it or something well, you'll probably be doing better by the end yeah you'll probably have less things to work on mm-hmm. or more things to work on by the end mm-hmm. and different things to work on by the end yeah typically by the end you're doing like a lot more run-throughs like playing it start to finish and at the beginning when you're just you've chosen it and you're preparing it just work on this tiny little part because you need to work on that exactly yeah you're making sure everything has been learned the same amount last recital what <laughs> i don't know what that means Okay, number three, number three is you have to practice performing, which is such a, technically what we just said. 
So no, it's not the same okay. thing. Yep. Okay, whatever. Well, what's practice performing? So you could practice. I mean, if you don't like doing things in front of people, you don't have to do this. But maybe you could do it in front of your family. Mm-hmm. And if you if you're in group class, like I am, you can practice it in group class. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can perform it in group class. Last time I practiced in group, I did a practice performance in group class. It was weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And weeks. Well, I guess you're due. You can also set up an audience of stuffies and perform for them. Oh, yeah. The rule is they have to have eyes and ears. So, you know. And noses. Yeah. Dolls, anything works with eyes and ears, pets. That's all good. So the other thing that's really nice, if you play an instrument that it can be moved around, is that you can do it in different rooms of your house. So you can go to the living room or the kitchen and practice performing your piece or... Yeah, like your bedroom or something, just like move to a different place if you can. This is not possible, obviously, if you play the piano and you have like a big giant acoustic piano in your house, you're <laughs> moving it around. What do you have a big giant acoustic piano? Well, because pianos can be really big. So obviously don't go moving your big giant acoustic piano. Mm-hmm. But if you have an instrument that can be moved, then it's sometimes fun. In the summer, sometimes like, you know, on the front porch or in the backyard or something, if the weather's not so great, keep it inside. Instruments do not like to go outside without their coat on. So, yes. <laughs> Okay, number four. Take your little outfit. So that's very, 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 very important. You don't want to be like running around the day of your recital trying to figure out what to wear. Yeah. That's a, a small thing. Just pick it out in advance. Do you have any advice for things that are good and things that are not good to wear when performing, Zara? Well, I mean, you don't wear running shoes. For mm-hmm. one. Okay. Probably don't wear jeans. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't wear... Well, I mean... I don't think you should wear a sweater or a hat. Mm-hmm. Don't wear something that will attract a lot of attention, probably. I mean, well, it's a performance. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, but like, don't wear like a bright orange shirt, right? I don't have a problem with bright orange shirt. What I do have a problem with is like... If it says something on it, right? Yes, like t-shirts with writing on them are not very fancy. Or clothes with rips in them aren't usually acceptable. So dress in a way that's appropriate for a recital. I like them as I know you do. I don't have any. Some things to look out for, though, if you play something like the violin, you want to make sure that the neck of your Thing shirt is is not too yeah. high, like a hoodie is not good, or a turtleneck well, is, can be uncomfortable. And yeah. if you play... And maybe a collar, too. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, or collars if, can be frustrating. I mean, Even do, ties for if, boys. Yeah, if you else. do, if you do play the violin, and you're wearing a collar for Halloween, I was from Arnie Granger, and I had a collar. Mm-hmm. And after class, yep, I just said that. Oh. In our group class, I wore that costume, and I just took my sponge off. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. wear a collar, you you can do that if you're comfortable that way. But yep, and. But so, it's good to like test that in advance. So like if yeah. you're going to be wearing something that requires you to take this sponge off your violin to play, you well, probably should practice it like that. Yeah. So put your recital performance outfit on yeah. and do a dress rehearsal, like dress oh, yeah. up. Yeah. To make sure that it feels good. Yeah. I normally wear black to my recitals, mm. like a black dress, a romper. I don't know if that'll fit though. Yep. The other thing to look out for yeah. is if you play like piano or... Um, you, you don't anything. want too long sleeves. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You don't want your sleeves getting in the way or like big bracelets or anything like that. So I recommend trying on your recital outfit like a week in advance. And then and then playing with it. Yeah. Even like wearing it to your lesson. Yeah. What should I wear this year? I don't know. You might have to buy something special because I don't think you have very many dressy clothes anymore that fit you. Well, I mean, 
I could wear the, uh, whatever I'm wearing to the Christmas concert I, at school, I could wear to. Oh boy, we don't have anything for that either. Just shrink a little bit and you can wear what you wore last year. What did I wear last year? I don't know. Oh, we didn't have one last year. Okay, tip number five. So this comes after you've had, so you've done all, all the four steps. You've chosen your piece to perform. You practice, you practice performing, you pick your recital outfit, and then you have the performance, obviously, which isn't really a step in here. After you have the recital, debrief with your teacher. That's step number five. So you need to like talk about it with the teacher, right? Yes. So like, like when I do well, when I not do well, what can I have done better? What could I have done worse? Okay. What, 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 what was I too good at? What was I too? What was I too bad at? Yeah. Was I, was I too quiet? Was and I too shaky? When can this conversation happen, Zara? Like when and where? Probably, well, I mean, like, I don't think you should have it on the phone with your teacher. Like, no. Okay. Awkward. But maybe you should have it in your next lesson. Ah, uh, good idea. Like, you did such a good job on your piece. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I feel like I completely messed up the en- messed up the ending. Yeah, yeah. Those conversations are common. And often these conversations happen right after the recital performance itself. Like well, yeah, at the end yeah, of that recital, sometimes your teacher will have time to like come up and say a few words about how they felt. But often they don't have time to talk to everyone. So they're probably planning on talking to you about it in your lesson. And so it's good to like collect your thoughts and think about how it went for you. And, you know, because they're going to ask you, how did that feel? And sometimes if your lesson is like a week after the recital, sometimes you can, you're like, I don't even remember it anymore. So just keep that in mind after your performance, your teacher will want to talk about it. And it's good to have like a few things. That, conversations. Yeah. Keep a few, a few points that you want to talk about with them. Why this happened? Why this didn't work? Why did the accompanist do that or this? And did I actually bow? Because I don't remember. And was my skirt above my head the whole time I was performing? No. What? Good. Yeah, I know. I'm some reason when I was a kid, that was always my biggest fear that I would pick up my violin because like you have it in front of you, right? Like before you start, it's not always tucked under your arm. Sometimes it starts like in front of you and then you put your violin up into playing position. And my biggest fear was always that my shoulder rest would get caught in my skirt and then I would pull it up and then I would be playing the whole time and not know like, and I would always be playing thinking like, I wonder if my clothes are in the right place. And they always were. It was magical. But I always was distracted by that thought. So, yeah, sometimes stuff like that comes up in fun, funny conversations with, with teachers afterwards. Like, did this weird thing happen like I thought it did or was it actually fine? And your mm. teacher's going to be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It was great. Mm. Yeah. So those are our recital tips. That's it for this episode of KHQ The Music. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and practice hard for those recitals coming up. You're going to be amazing. Yeah, but don't, 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 hit. don't worry because you're like months away. So, you know. Well, by the time they're listening to this, it might not be months away. It might be like the next week. So. Okay. Bye. So you're going to be amazing. Bye. Thanks for listening to Kids Cue the Music. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and follow us on social media at Lane School of Music. I'm Zara Lane. And I'm Rebecca Lane. See you next time on Kids Cue the Music. music.